Hello and welcome back to New Paradigm Healing. This series focuses on ayahuasca assisted therapy and our intention is to educate, inform and support the conscious and responsible use of ayahuasca in a Western context. My name is Jessica Gooden. And my name is Nina Itzel. In this episode, we'll be chatting with Zoe, our very, very special guest, and she'll be sharing some of her experiences as Nina's client moving through the ayahuasca-assisted therapy framework. If you want to know more about ayahuasca-assisted therapy, sign up for our mailing list to be the first to know about Nina's new book launch, new episodes, and our upcoming trainings at avatarhealingarts.com and help us spread our message by following us and sharing our episodes with your friends. Join our tribe on Facebook called Ayahuasca Assisted Therapy. Thank you, Jessica. That's awesome. I'm so excited, yeah, today to have a guest and my special friend and sister Zoe here with us. So let me introduce her just a little bit because she is a true pioneer and a warrior. She was one of the first one, actually, like in the first wave of people who I ever worked with using, you know, this framework and this particular process. And I still feel very honored that we became close friends and we're still in each other's lives. So you know, it's interesting from the perspective of the medicine, having these years of perspective, looking at somebody's journey, you know, when you get to know somebody on a deeper level. And obviously, her journey is individual to her. But at the same time, as we talked about many times, you know, it's all the same journey. So I feel that she has a lot of valuable gems to share that can really help and support other people or answer their question. And it's always kind of good to share a little bit about our experience conversation so I'm excited you know to have her here today welcome Zoe and how are you feeling do you want to say anything just to start with anything you want to share about yourself or anything that you feel called to say right now thank you for having me I'm happy to be here I've had some resistance around actually talking about my experiences and so I'm very happy to be here today it's taken me about three tries so yeah here we, here we are yeah yeah that's another <laughs> even, yeah. even this yeah. podcast itself is a breakthrough right. in so many ways you know for all of us so thank you for your courage sister yeah. and thank you for being here I really what I want to start with is we shared a little bit about yesterday what we're going to talk about or what is that you know the main takeaways from your journey and one of the main themes that was coming up multiple times was this theme of coming from separation from a state of fragmentation back into a state of connectedness and how you experience this on many levels in your life you know throughout this journey so can you share a little bit about that what does that mean to you and how did you feel you know at the beginning and what was your motivation to start this journey to begin with and then how did this shift and transform and where are you now in terms of where you begin from well let's see to start at the beginning was um I always felt like I was living my life from the outside watching it I was not fully participating in my life and I wanted to be able to participate in my life wow so a little emotional thank you <laughs> yeah it's okay you know, it's all the time But yeah, I wanted to be able to participate in my life. So that's, I think, subconsciously what the catalyst was for bringing me to you and finding this journey. You say it's, I've experienced in a lot of ways. 
I guess the first one that comes to me is that I had a um, physical wound in my leg from a very young age. I was shot with a gun and my entire leg from about mid thigh down to my toes was pretty numb and dead for literally 25 years. Your right leg, right? My right leg. And metaphorically, I never really realized until I went on this journey of plant medicine and the ayahuasca that it was a huge physical manifestation for me to actually be able to visually see and get in touch with the feelings about what was actually numb and dead in me. And I don't know now, for lack of a better way to say it, I think it's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, and for some years it was like, wow, this is such a burden. It's a burden. It was actually disconnected. Like I didn't have any sensation that this right leg is part of my physical body. It just, it was completely disconnected. And so as I gained more and more feelings in it, I associated totally with the traumatic healing of what happened and I suppressed through that too. I think more than anything, I found courage to feel my feelings. Right. So literally what happened is that the physical sensation started to return into your body as you were processing and healing that trauma and that emotional trauma, especially, you know, with the emotions and the feelings that were kind of not as expressed and was held there. And as you started to process that, like the feeling returned physically the sensation Mm -hmm. into your leg right Mm -hmm. that's what you're saying so like I mean just for people you know to imagine you know the significance of what you are talking about like can you give like a percentage of how numb it was and what is the numbness that you're feeling now numbness is I have to define that a little different because I guess the the actual touch wise my leg was like hard as concrete right it was hard and I had no feeling like dead like you feel nothing and then what's happened what would happen with as the sensations come back it's like you know when you hit your funny bone yeah that tingle and so I would get as I'm processing emotions I would get like this <gasps> you know and it would hit me like and I'd like, be like almost a nerve pain it, yes yes I would say yeah like nerve and it would be like but it would take my breath away right. and I would fine breath and then this would like almost like a little bit of like electrical right and it would wake up and then it would and it would stop and it was like integrating in my body as okay here's another part of you literally here's another part of you <laughs> return to you yes it wow. was suppressed or yeah and that's where I say you know so much courage to feel and that's where I found so much of what was in here was being afraid to feel what I felt right that there were only certain feelings that that I should be feeling and if it was something other than that then you know right so a lot of suppressed emotions that you kind of couldn't or didn't want to feel before you kind of gave yourself permission through this process to feel them and therefore kind of process them and release them and transform them and this kind of connected you like emotionally with yourself like physically with your physical body as well wow Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say that through through that too of the, the processing, I would have, you know, I have times where I'm like, okay, I gotta really get into this and really heal myself. You know, there's a there's a finish line and let's mm-hmm. buckle down and we'll do whatever I need to do. Your <laughs> breath work and let's just get a really deep tissue massage. <laughs> and, and I, out there. You know, yeah, I'd come at it that way and then I'd be like, 
wow, okay, now what? I just need a little less, let, you know, more gentle, more slow, feel, let it heal. I really watch that with my physical of how I would approach healing. Right. Yeah. Right. I wanted to ask you about this. Actually, this is something that we also mentioned, like your idea about healing before you come to the medicine mm. and this work. What did you think <laughs> about healing and the medicine and healing in general? And what is your idea now? And how did that change? Because I think that was pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, I would say initially or originally that it was a very linear way of healing. You know, this is wrong and this needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So there's a very linear one, three, five. This is how we heal and you do it this way. And that there's actually like a finish line, maybe for lack right. of a better word, <laughs> you know, that there is there's an apex that <laughs> we, I am now healed. I've done all my work and done everything and right. I am healed. Right. This is, this is, yeah. And I have realized that is not at all the journey. <laughs> <laughs> there is no finish line. I just roll into my waves and then something comes in and I, oh, okay, you're familiar. I've seen you before, but it is not, okay, now I'm healed. I'm enlightened and life is just grand all the time. I really thought that before. Right. And then also if it wasn't that way, you know, I wasn't feeling that way, then I did, I'm healing wrong. Yeah. I'm not doing, you are it right. doing something I'm wrong. I'm doing something wrong. Because you that yeah. do not feel mm-hmm. great. I mean, this is so important. I'm so happy that you are sharing about this because I think many people think the same way. I certainly did mm-hmm. in the past. Me too. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so really, can you talk a little bit about how the medicine helped you to, and this particular process, this integration process that you did for a year, a little bit more than a year actually, helped you to get understanding and the tools in order to keep navigating now, empowered and on your own through these waves and through these cycles and rhythms, you know, mm-hmm. as, as life unfolds. Mm-hmm. Gosh, the first word that comes to me when you say that, though, is trust. Mm-hmm. Because I really wow. had honestly no idea. I had no idea, but it was just a trust and I am being pulled to keep going. So I wouldn't want to say that it was all, wow, fucking life is fantastic. (laughs) But I know having the support of people, particularly you for me, then you realize you're not crazy. And it really is a something you roll through and visit the dark places of (laughs) ourselves. And, you know, we take our flashlight and look around and it's okay. And, and then we come back out. And I think in, you know, certainly in the beginning of my journey, when I um, think about it, there were many times where I was like, well, I'm not going to make this. (laughs) I'm not. I'm, I want to die. I don't want to live. This is it. Right. This is it. I don't want to go. Yeah, on. I'm not doing life right. And that's <laughs> I got, you know, and really thinking that I wouldn't come out of that and, and thinking again that with the whole spiritual journey and the medicine and all that I should be at this level. So then when I wasn't, then I'm thinking what's wrong with me. Right. And now that doesn't go away. It's still the same, but I'm very familiar with them. And then it's, and what do you do different now? How do you approach it in a different way? Because I recognize that Mm -hmm. it will change. Absolutely. That's really my trust. And what I lean on is the impermanence of life. I'm feeling the bliss in the shithole. You know what I mean? (laughs) But really, like to know that it really is. It all changes. It all changes. And that's where I was really able to go through more and more knowing this will change. This will change. And so really we talked a little bit about that 
you know, a lot of fear that was another characteristic of your journey, just losing a lot of fear and anxiety that you were carrying. And, and this was this fear of change and this fear of going to these dark or intense places or looking at certain things. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about these fears right now? Yeah, what, what I think when you say that is I'm thinking, well, God, I can't remember what my fears were, <laughs> right? but I know I was terrified, right. but I can't even pinpoint like a particular like fear other than just an overall theme of the fear of actually belonging to a, something greater than myself, belonging to a tribe and a community. I mean, it was fear of everything that that represents. Right. I was alone. I'm alone out here. I'm separated. Yeah. I'm separated. Yeah. Mm. That was the overall fear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, Jessica, I want to give you a little moment, you know, because we just keep rolling, you know, we know each other <laughs> so long and I'm sure you have a lot of questions, a lot of things, you know, that are coming up for you, sister. So let's share. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm really enjoying watching you too, because you you both are in the same space and I'm just like, I want to be there. <laughs> I feel like a fly on the wall, which is great because I'm really enjoying it. And your enthusiasm and feeling your all's friendship and connection is so tangible through this space. And yeah, I feel like I'm there. Zoe, thank you so much for being here and your willingness to share about your experiences. It sounds like such a miraculous healing for you. And like you were saying, it's not in the sense of, oh my God, I'm healed, I'm enlightened, blah, blah, blah. But you have all these tools now and a new awareness and a knowledge that you can be like a part of the world and connected because you feel connected to yourselves. Am I hearing that correctly? Mm -hmm. So beautiful. Um, <laughs> I'm not if that yes picked up, but Zoe nodded yes. <laughs> for me on video. <laughs> I wanted to talk about your integration process and how long your integration process took and what your experience was of using the map to help you navigate and, and what that whole experience was like for you, especially since you were a trailblazer and working with Nina. Tell me everything, please. <laughs> Great question. Thank you, Jessica. And also, I want to just add another question of you started your your journey with the ayahuasca this particular way using this framework. And then after you met a lot of people in different mm -hmm. ceremonies who never did it this way. And how was that interesting mm -hmm. for you? So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's see, I think it was about 18 months the first time. And I know that your traditional model is I think 12 months. How was it? Yeah, I, I'm trying to rewind here with the first. Um, I would not have known any kind of forward thinking as to what to expect because I didn't come in with like, I have X disease or I have this and this I want to heal. And this is very concrete. Mine was all like, emotional and this like physical was right. not even what I came to right. heal with you. Yeah, I think that I know as I, I think back to the different therapies, those were all new to me too. 
you know, I've had massages and Reiki in my life, but your type of work was very, I think the beginning of being able to feel safe with you was, well, was everywhere everything started without feeling safe. And I found that the therapies were very, very, very safe container for my, you know, yes, my mental, but also like I could literally feel my physical and emotional. I'd be like, okay, this is, you're safe to carry on. Yeah. And then we did monthly and two weeks and um, we even did it remotely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was here for what three months, I think, yeah. and where it was in person. And fortunately for my healing journey, you know, if the schedule was once a week, I, you know, check in with Nina on my <laughs> process, and it's like 48 hours, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> We were able to do yeah. at that moment. And then she comes over and like three hours later, oh my God, I'm so excited. I just loving life. You yeah, because I like to say that like, yeah, we put it on a calendar and this is just the progress of your journey and your integration is at 7 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> we do, but it's not like but that. But it's not all. like that. <laughs> or it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And coming from the Western world of calendars and times and tell me what to expect in the time frame in which this will be delivered is not at all how my journey went. <laughs> right. And it's like a 24 seven experience. Yeah. And then even being like, I don't know, I think so many times, you know, I would be like, I'm in a space of, oh my God. And then literally an hour passes and so does the feeling. The feeling changes. And that is a lot too. I think we're learning to navigate and manage my own uh, feelings states. and emotional and nervous system with the support of you but also it's a little bit of the you know hey like you can do this and manage your emotional body and your your nervous system yeah and 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 I think that you know a lot of people who go through this type of integration they can relate to this emotional purification and integration process but I want to ask you about you know the mental part of it because a couple of years I think four years right that you started Mm -hmm. four years that we know each other and I remember your way of thinking in general Um, and that just changed like so enormously we talked about how you are a different person kind of meaning you have a different way of looking at the world and kind of your values and changed quite a bit as well and how how was that experience for you and you know you mentioned this gps metaphor i think that was so cool yeah yeah you know I think that I believe the largest belief that I had that shifted is that there is always a right way and a wrong way to do life with everything. There's a right way and a wrong way. And when something was not in that, that sent me off very off center and not feeling connected. And yeah, the biggest gift, one of the biggest gifts is that there are so many ways to do life (laughs) and there's not a right and a wrong way and everyone's different. And that opened up a whole world of opportunities and meeting people that have completely different backgrounds and beliefs and just the world opened for me with that. This expansion of awareness and also seeing yourself in a different way and your relationships even in your close environment like your family Mm -hmm. I I remember changed hugely you know in a very positive way right yeah yeah and particularly well I say particularly it was with every member of my family (laughs) certainly at a different time right yeah and I think with the family you know there can be so many deep wounded at least for me triggers of what's wrong with me because of my family and through this journey of allowing myself to feel the things about you know, that I may encounter with my family, it may not be positive is where where it's been healed. And I've just allowed or been able to see now that let people be who they are. You know, there's not a right way for my mom to be. 
there's not a you know right way for my daughter to be let people be who they are and love them and and I see healing in them when it's the same mm -hmm. for myself so it's like acceptance and love and compassion towards others, but also starting with yourself. As you said, that it started with yourself, this journey, you looking at yourself and your less <laughs> desirable parts as well, and you embracing and, and accepting, loving and accepting yourself. Mm -hmm. And that created this effect in your life of looking at other people the same way. And therefore they look at you in a different way and the relationship changes. That's, and that's and the world saying. just, my world just gets bigger and bigger yeah. with more people right. that come into my life and that I need and, and different opportunities. It just it expanded my world, literally. I have a question. You guys mentioned the, um, the GPS metaphor and I'm like, where's the GPS metaphor? <laughs> yes. yes, metaphor. And I, if I start at the, the beginning, I would say like, um, you know, in the past, I was always very much, I knew where everything was, you know, I had calendars, I had a really strong mental acuity for keeping track of tasks in my head and times and dates. And, and I don't really know what you'd call that, but I was just very, like I remembered and knew always. And then I don't know. And also had a very good sense of physical direction and navigating totally physical. and like driving. I could, like I, yes, driving a car. I could say, oh, yes, it's left here, having never been there before. North is behind us. You know, east. it was very just innately in me. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say it was like, I don't know, maybe the second ceremony. But it was, yeah, I'd been into it for a couple of years. And, and I would just like forget. Like, I'd be like, okay, I've been on the street 10 times. I live here. Why am I questioning which way the beach is? <laughs> Which way is the beach? Is it left or right? And it was very much a, a strange feeling for me. Like, I was like, wow, okay, I don't know what that is. And this, <laughs> it like, I couldn't, I had no sense of direction. I would get in a car and something that I just always knew. And these, it's not like it was, I was in a brand new place. I would be in some place I'd been and I'd be like, I just don't really know what to do here. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Huh. I wonder if that's behind, I mean, very basic, you know, musings like that. Like my GI, I just didn't have a sense of any direction. And this went on for, I don't know, about eight, eight, eight months where I almost, I got a little concerned thinking, well, maybe something was really wrong with me. Because <laughs> with your brain. With my brain. <laughs> yeah. okay, I, I'm, I can be one of, you know, where I'll be thinking, oh God, you know, I did the medicine and it ruined my brain. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then I would say it was about two months ago, I was like, wow, I know what this is. You know, it's like a complete deconstruction of, and I don't really know the nomenclature here, but like the deconstruction of, of my identity. Yeah. But again, when things manifest for me in a physical thing, in a physical realm, then it really makes me go, wow, man, we really are connected. You know, this isn't all in my head. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, this really is. Yeah. Connectedness. And it really had this, I was actually doing a, a meditation and I had this beautiful vision that it's like a deconstruction and like plowing the land and sowing it and making room and it's very barren and then the seedlings start to grow because room was made for it and then now literally like when it, it, I can feel my sense of direction like really coming back you know so there was a place where I was really like wow I don't know and it was the I think the manifestation of I don't know who I am exactly I no longer know who I am 
Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or more like I would verbalize it in a way that the person who I thought I was, mm -hmm. it's no more. So who I am now, that is when you are like in that no direction of, okay, so I am not who I thought I was. Right. So who I am now, who I am now. And here's recalibrating, recalibrating, <laughs> recalibrating. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, you know, it starts to emerge as you as you purify and as you take away all these layers of who you are not. Yeah, it emerges, you know, the more authentic self. And, and that's what you're talking about, that you start to feel this centering in that deeper or higher self, whatever you want to call it. And as a symbol or a metaphor for that, your sense of physical direction as well is start, start coming back as your sense of it's a different type of identity, right? I mean, we have an identity, we, we mm -hmm. identify ourselves, but it's definitely much different how you thought about yourself. Well, yeah, like I think it's ago. more like now I'm creating myself, whereas before I was created by my family and my right. belief systems. And it's like, Absolutely. now it's like I'm creating my life. And yeah. Awesome. Again, yeah, for lack of a better word, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's really <laughs> cool. Yeah. Very liberating. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and empowering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to ask about the spiritual aspect a little bit. And if you just would share, if you feel like, did you have any spirituality in your life, you know, before kind of you come to the medicine? And how did the medicine, you know, help you to reconnect with the spiritual aspect and bring this aspect of sacredness into your everyday life? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I was actually raised in a Christian background. So those were the beliefs that I came with, Catholicism, Lutheran, you know, regimented. And, you know, we were born with sin and we ask for forgiveness. And there's a lot of, there's a sacrifice. lot of, there's a lot of, sacri and there's a lot of shame for me in my experience with being raised as a Christian, you know, that we're born soiled with sin and we must repent of our sins as we come into the world as a newborn baby. You know, right. I mean, what a shitty way to come into the world. <laughs> right. you know? Gosh, you're soiled with sin and you must go on this path of... Yeah, pretty depressing. Yeah, right? And mm -hmm. so I think of that foundation that I did, I, I think I struggled with in the beginning and that's just the indoctrination of that you're wrong and, and, you know, and but that was actually the catalyst, I think, if I, if I had that background. Right. The catalyst for me to know, you know, that it's not a, oh, I shun Christianity, but that there was an expansion of what that God meant to me and that, you know, God is inside myself. It's not outside. And there were some things I had to really let go of with that. And, but, again, <laughs> but again, it was the, you know, the, the door opening for me to have some kind of, you know, at least in a spiritual practice. Yeah, 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 and a spiritual practice of meditation and quiet and solitude, right. and reverence. And then, you know, I, I think it just has kind of, um, I don't know, gone into so many different of the spiritual practices, which whether it be yoga and supportive type, you know, ecstatic dance, breath work. breath work, so many of those practices becomes just, I don't know, for me, like I've developed in the morning is my spirit time. And that just evolved, I think. Like your little ritual yeah. when you connect with yourself yeah. and be quiet and connect, just center, yeah. you know. I mean, some people call day. it sadness and yeah. then there's many names for it, but it's spirit time for me. Right. And part of your day. Part of my day. There are times when, and early on in the, in the healing journey, that I was very regimented, you know. Yeah. You know, do a mantra for five minutes, <laughs> you know, meditation for 20, you know, left and right brain. <laughs> balancing and then do the coconut water and maybe drink. I was very <laughs> I like, 
boom, boom, boom. And I, you know, get on those rolls and that is, yeah. that's the way it should be again, because there's a right way to heal. And there is a finish line to where I will be in life. So this is the way. <laughs> Now you're more relaxed. Oh my God. I feel like all the type A people are like, can I have that list? (laughs) So I can check it off every morning. (laughs) Put all the OCDs out there. Email us for the list. (laughs) And now, you know, for the most part, my spirit time, if you were to ask me, well, what did your spirit time include this morning, Zoe? I'd be like, well, today I breathe. Really, wow. Yeah, for 90 minutes, I just breathed from my diaphragm, from my belly. Really conscious breathing conscious and just being breathing. present with your breath. Uh, yeah, but it can be, and that's so, yeah. yeah and that's, that's it. the space of actually really being present with where I am. Exactly. In my that's life what your and practice in the world. Is being present with presence. whatever you're doing or whatever. But again, there was a time when we'll go, what, what is that going to be? What, that's not good enough. There <laughs> right. needs to be many other things on the list to get your healing nail, you right. know, or some kind of activity yes, that I yes, have to do. Yes. So to go from doing to, to being, being, yeah, that's a major transformation right. for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Zoe, this has been so much fun. You are like, I'm like, can I be your new best friend? When, <laughs> when can we arrange this new relationship that we've... Well, maybe one day you come to our training. <laughs> oh, man, I would love that so much. Yeah, well, you know, she's already half pro, you know. She would just need a little confidence, you know. Yeah, your experience sounds like... You sound like a master healer already. You've got it, lady. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. One comes from experiencing it. That was another thing we really went through was that you have to experience to heal it. I can't just read the books and do they have to have the experience. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We totally align with that. I think that's (laughs) why we included that you have to go through the year long process in order to be able to facilitate other people going through that. So experience, I I can't learn it all in a book. (laughs) No. And, and that embodied learning is like, is really the way that it gets ingrained. And then, and then you do it again and then you do it again. (laughs) And sometimes you might do the same process thousands of times before it's like, Oh my God. I can do this a different way. (laughs) So just as a final wrap up, what would you say are your key takeaways? From my journey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say the knowing that everything changes, the impermanence of things in life and people and relationships. Very much it's a soft place for me to land when I think of, (laughs) wow, everything changes. It's sort of, it can be a little bit of a cocoon when I'm, going through a hard time to know, wow, okay, everything changes, you know, I'm in my cocoon and it will change, which I guess is transformation. Yeah. And then even as we go, you know, like I said, the the waves of bliss and ecstasy and that too will change. So it becomes, yeah, somewhat of detaching from the certainty of things, which then would bring me to the next 
part of it, you know, my next takeaway would be trust. And wow, trusting in the unknown for me initially, I would say, but really just the unknown of being, knowing that inside of me, something was new, greater and higher, that this is, (laughs) this is the keep going, keep going without knowing specifically what I was trusting in. So (laughs) trusting yourself, trusting myself without even being able to put that label on it, that I was trusting myself, but just knowing that it's going to be good for you in the end. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, the trust, and I would definitely point that out for me as well, coming from place of fear into place of trust and anchoring it there. Mm -hmm. I think that that is major. Thank you, Zoe, so much for coming and sharing with us today. Thank I think you. This was is a so lot of fun. fun. I, I, thanks for having me. <laughs> We're going to close for today. And Jessica, I uh, give you the space, you know, to close our episode. <laughs> Awesome. Again, thank you so much, Zoe. We're coming to the end of our time for today. So help us grow our tribe by sharing our episodes on your platforms. It's the best compliment you can give us. Follow our accounts on your favorite podcast listening platforms to receive notifications about our upcoming episodes. If you haven't already, sign up for our mailing list to stay up to date about our projects and trainings at avatarhealingarts.com and Modern Sacred life.com and remember you are the healer and love is the medicine love to you all so much love <laughs>